Hey, this is Scott Camden from the Rogo Foundation at Sandals Church. Welcome to the Rebuilding the Church podcast, a podcast that features collaborative and leadership discussions with people who are working to rebuild the church in a time of unprecedented change. Today, we have a special episode. I'm going to be sharing with you a conversation I had with our digital media team at Sandals Church who managed our 2022 Giving Tuesday campaign. This past fall, the Rogo Foundation took on a special project for Giving Tuesday. We set out to raise money to fund the design and build of a new community center called The Hill at our Sandals Church San Bernardino campus. The city of San Bernardino is a city that has undergone significant trials in the last couple of decades. San Bernardino has one of the highest crime rates in the nation, as well as an absolutely staggering poverty rate that uniquely affects kids and teens. As a church, we wanted to invest in the city of San Bernardino and be a part of the change we hope to see. Through the generosity and excitement of our Rogo Foundation and Sandals Church Networks, this last Giving Tuesday this year, we were able to raise over $800,000 towards the multi-phase project of building a new community center in a city that desperately needs it. The community center will provide free access to laundry, tutoring, counseling, career development, and more to San Bernardino students. It's an incredible project and one we are all proud of and excited to see take off this year. One of the most important elements of this project is how we rally support. And so I wanted to share with you a behind-the-scenes strategy conversation between myself, Zach Applegate, who is our Senior Director of Digital Media at Sandals Church, and Mike Terrell, who is our Marketing Supervisor at Sandals Church. This is a conversation about how we pulled off Giving Tuesday and raised over $800,000 to fund a dream ministry project like the Community Center in San Bernardino, California. You'll hear about our team's approach to marketing strategy, storytelling, and collaboration. Most importantly, you'll hear about the creativity and work ethic that we invest in and look to use for building the local church. If you want to learn more about our Giving Tuesday project, you can visit rogofoundation.com slash the hill or subscribe to our Rogo Foundation YouTube channel. God bless. So goal um, is basically just the three of us processing like the digital media campaign. Cool. So yeah, <laughs> force your pants yeah. if you feel nervous. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> But pretty laid back, cause like, I want Scott's. Um, I feel like these are conversations we have mm-hmm. on the side all the time. Totally. The goal would be that we have two pieces like this today. This one, and then Chris Reinhardt and Jose Craig are gonna be yeah. where we're at. Sweet. They're gonna talk more about the, um, like impact on the ground, you know, mm-hmm. from a minister's perspective. But this stuff, I hope, is like content for the network, for yeah. partners, so they can see like. Yeah. I think one of the things that stuck out to me was one of our last meetings was when Ron was like the people he was meeting with just they had no idea like the level of like strategy and work that was put into it. So I want to make something for those people yeah. for you guys to network with yeah. to like mm. um, hopefully it gets like support and like yeah. um, for future projects. So that's the yeah. goal. But yeah. I want it to be a good combo. I told Scott he's got prompts, but I want Scott to also jump in, add things you saw, challenges, yeah. cool things you were worried about. Stuff like that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Can I give you this? Yeah. I don't know that I need. Uh, cool. I've, I've only read them like 72 cool. times between <laughs> last night and today. Thank you. But um, thanks, Emily. Yeah, as you're, as you're sharing about this, like 
you said. I mean, we, we literally have talked about this type of stuff yeah. countless times Yeah. now for four years. Yeah. I mean, this was our fourth campaign. Yep. Um, That's amazing. I, I know. I know. Well, I was talking with a friend, and uh, he said, so tell me just a little bit about your, you guys doing Giving Tuesday. Is this your first time? I go, no, it's our fourth. And he goes, well, what did that look like? Mm. Yeah. I'm like, well, uh, first goal, th- you know, three attempts ago was to raise $50,000, and we were we were advised to really carefully consider that dollar amount and probably correct it. Um, <laughs> correct yeah. it down. Yes, yeah, definitely down, <laughs> because there was the realization that no one at any level in our organization or on our team had ever had any experience with the Giving Tuesday yeah. campaign. And we're yeah. going to go with this crazy idea of trying to raise 50 grand to save a church that was on the road to closure. Mm. And uh, I, I think you were new on staff, uh-huh. if I remember right, going mm-hmm. into that. And so you were coming in like 110 miles an hour, yeah. eyes wide open, but like, I don't know what I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but let's go, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, through that campaign, if I re- remember right, we, we raised about $76,000. Mm-hmm. And I remember that there was one specific individual who has pretty significant experience in the, the generosity space, in, in the philanthropy space, as well as the... Um, uh, the faith-based mm. philanthropy space yeah. has been involved in a lot of Giving Tuesday campaigns, and they were taken aback that not only did we hit the 50, but that we actually yeah. saw 76 or so thousand dollars come in. Yeah, and I I think that's where we realize <coughs> we 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 knew that we have a good team. Mm-hmm. God's blessed our efforts. We we play our part. He brings the increase. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like wow, that that was something special. Yeah, and then uh, I'll, I'll never forget going into my boss the next year, just you know, probably first quarter of the next year, and we start talking about Giving Tuesday for the next go around, yeah. and he says to me, uh, "So have you been thinking about the goal for Giving Tuesday?" And right away, I have this like pucker moment where I'm like, this, this, "Something doesn't smell right. Like something's going on here." Yeah, and <laughs> I said, "No, I, I really haven't." <laughs> thought about he goes, have you prayed about it? Yeah. I'm like, oh, he is setting me up. No, 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 I haven't prayed about it. He goes, well, I have. I think we should go for a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, I remember that thinking, guy. I, yeah. Can I get off this ride yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 50 was intense. Yeah. yeah. And I, okay, if we're going to go to 100K, like, okay. Yeah. Double, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ambitious, but okay. <laughs> and they want to go for a quarter. And you guys, again, rally put together a great campaign. And we see, if I remember right, that, that was about $272,000 that come in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we hit that. That was it, insane. Yeah. That one was tough. That one was tough. That one was tough. <laughs> yeah, that was, what, what campus was that for? Anaheim. Yes. Yeah. I remember being on the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so- <laughs> right, that's right, man. But we- Forgot about that. We did more of a, like a live- um, Yeah in the campus live convert yeah, conversations a lot of things happening i remember trying to manage lead gifts and all these different things oh, that were yeah. going on yeah sitting down there and then you pulling me or somebody else up to do a little thing and trying to keep track of it all yeah and, and then finishing that in my living room with ron and nick luther <laughs> that night yeah at like eleven fifty. yeah like doing the last yeah, update yeah. And, and you know god blesses it again and we were blown away by that and then we have the conversation again and this time it's for santa rosa uh-huh. Yeah, Santa Rosa La- was the last next year one. was Santa Rosa. <clears throat> and that was a half a million dollars. Yeah. 
and we exceed that by I think somewhere around eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. When all was said and done and all the final gifts come in. That was crazy. So when I recap all of that to kind of get us to here. Yeah. Um, not right here, but let's let's go back a couple months. Yeah. Um, we we started talking about Giving Tuesday, and um, what did that look like for for you guys with your teams? You know, we've come off of three major successes. Mm-hmm. We have worked each time to save a church on the road to closure, to raise dollars to revitalize it and relaunch it as a Sandals Church location, and we're going to do Giving Tuesday again. And I don't even know that when that conversation started, we had landed on what we were going to do. I don't think so. In the summer, we hadn't landed on it? I think it was just before there were some initial conversations about, hey, we might do this, we might yeah. do that. Yeah, it's like there's like a couple different options still, I think, oh, when yeah, we first started yeah. working on That's it. That's right. Yeah. Sheesh, man. So from yeah. your perspective, Zach, you know, and maybe for the benefit of those that are checking this out, you know, your role yeah. with, with the ministry, <laughs> with the organization yeah. um, first. Totally. My name is Zach. I get to oversee our digital media and technology teams here. So I get to work with wonderful folks like Mike and Scott um, to do all kinds of fun, nerdy stuff. Yeah. And you've been around for a minute. How long have you been on staff? Oh, gosh. It'll be eight years uh, in just a couple months, like yeah. March, I think. Shoot. Yeah. So you're a eight. good bit. You're how? I don't know, man. Because yeah. I started the year before the pandemic. What am I? Yeah, so be three like years? Three, four? Three, four yeah. years? Yeah. So I just hit five. Nice. So you're the elder. The elder. Uh, we respect you and honor you. <laughs> but uh, you, your your experience, because you've been involved in all of this, yeah, and kind of getting up to to where we're at now. What what has that been like for you? Yeah, I think it's been pretty interesting. You know, when you think about Giving Tuesday, you don't maybe naturally think about churches in in the mix there sure. raising money. And so I think we've always been a little bit hesitant to like really lean into that. Yeah. Um, especially when we're raising money for campuses or other things like that. Um, we've had a lot of great successes and I think we've found ways to um, connect with people to like get that message across and raise money like that and for us it's been a really big learning curve like I I don't have a big fundraising background and so for us it's been very interesting I Mm -hmm. I feel like every year we just we start earlier and we learn so much along the way yeah Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the things that was exciting this year too you know like the teen center is a little bit different from anything mm-hmm. else we've done in the past yeah. a ton of learning like you know there's there's the difference between like raising money to build something versus like raising money to like sell something like we have to like sell this to raise the money yeah. um, so that we can build it mm-hmm. um, and so there was just a lot of interesting things I think this time around that were pretty different um, whether it was working on renders or some of the media we were working on um, that was just very different from from years past yeah. for sure yeah yeah I think, too, you know, you talk about a a church engaging in Giving Tuesday, and I think that's one of the elements in this that has helped us get on a trajectory for success is that this this wasn't Sandals Church striving to do this. It it is, but it isn't, being that we have a separate 501c3, a separate nonprofit uh, who's being committed to developing the next generation of leaders and has been committed to helping churches experiencing seasons of challenge. Uh, we want to help churches overcome that, but at times we have the opportunity uh, to adopt them, revitalize them, and relaunch them. Yeah. So to have that other entity kind of spearhead that, um, and more and more, I think each year we've had more involvement from Sandals Church, or it's been more clear that Sandals Church is yeah. more and more and more a part of it, Yeah. ultimately getting to this year where Sandals Church was deeply involved in every aspect of mm-hmm. it. It wasn't just the foundation. Yeah. 
But Mike, also for everybody, your your involvement, <coughs> your place on the team. Yeah. Already heard about about four years, give or take. Yeah. Couple months. Yeah. The marketing supervisor on uh, digital media here at Sandals Church. So uh, yeah, Giving Tuesday is a unique challenge because it it uniquely falls, I think, on our team with yeah. marketing and digital media. So marketing and web, uh, they go they go hand in hand, but yeah, it uniquely falls on our team because we got to take a we got first we got to find a story, then we got to craft it, then we got to figure out where to put it, and then we got to send it out to people and we got to network with it. So um, we feel it every year, man. Like we yeah. feel the the pressure, but uh, the inspiration, I think, too. Like what could happen if we if what could happen if we hit this? You know, like with Anaheim. Um, and that usually comes when we start exploring the story opportunities. Sure. So I remember with Anaheim, uh, specifically, just kind of understanding where the city was at, you know, mm. and being like, um, like, wow, there's a lot of, there's a really big international community here. Like, yeah. there's even a lot of refugee, like, yeah. needs in the city. And we were like, yo, if we raise the money and we can start a campus here, help this church mm-hmm put new life into it like man we could see that happen so that that inspiration kind of drives us because it's a challenging campaign yeah. and then this year the you know the teen center was just like um so i guess the impact was like so clear the potential for impact yeah uh, it, it was just so exciting and it got more and more exciting and probably more and more i think emotional at points too because yeah. it was just we were we were interacting with and getting to know the community better and better. Yeah. And it was just like more firepower for like, man, we really want to do something crazy on Giving Tuesday. Cause yeah. if we could get a teen center in this city, yeah. like we could really be part of the change and part of part of helping people. Yeah. So, so. Help, so help me understand that uh, just timeline about how far out from Giving Tuesday this year, did you actually get to land on what what are we raising funds for? Uh, July. I was gonna say July. July. August, yeah. yeah, July okay. is a decent runway. Well, he it's got a huge it, so, goal, so but <laughs> August, September, October, November. Yeah. So, so generous for yeah. if we're generous, yeah. it's four full months. Yeah. Maybe that generous. feels generous. To that us, feels generous. But now. maybe it's not. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So so <laughs> hey guys, we've seen great success raising money to save yeah. churches on the road to closure. We've had great campaigns. Um, but we're not going to do that this year. Yeah. We're going to try something new, and yeah. we're going to have the largest goal we've ever had. And yeah. you have four months to build everything and execute. Yeah. I don't know if it's just that I don't know that we do a lot. Like, our, like our team's very busy, but four months felt. You're pretty the, stoked with it. Is what we're <laughs> well, stoked and stressed. So yeah. it always takes yeah. the, the stress doesn't go away. But for yeah. some yeah. reason. You know it's a slow burn, too. It's like it's it always starts burn. off and you're sure. like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. But yeah. then it gets down to. Yeah. We're getting started so early. We have September. So much time. Yeah. 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 We move yeah. fast here, man. I think that's like the Sandals Church DNA that's yeah. in the Rogo Foundation. Yeah. I think it's entrepreneurial. It's like sure. that's kind of our, our leadership, the guys who started this place. So sure. I think it, you see that still in our staff. Yeah. So I guess four months felt like good, yeah. but yeah. I think it's yeah. it's that to your point. I agree with that. And I think it's um, the talent that the Lord has drawn to this place mm-hmm. and the, the conscious decision by those who are a part of the team to steward their talent and their time well in mm-hmm. their lane, um, allowing you guys like I can't do what you do. I don't understand what you do. 
Um, but I trust you guys to do what you need to do. And you guys were able to work together with your entire team and once again create something very special, mm -hmm. unique, that was able to cast vision and help people see the potential part they could play in making this happen. Yeah. Understanding mm -hmm. that without you, this can't happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they chose to take that step to be a part of it. All the while, there's many other people in their lane doing what they need to do. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, ultimately God blessed that again mm -hmm. because we're all pushing forward towards the same goal, stewarding well our time and our talent. But what did those initial conversations look like? So you find out it's the teen center. You got about mm -hmm. four months. What happens? What does that actually look like? Gosh. I mean, uh, I think one of the benefits yeah. to um, kind of what we've done, like like something like Giving Tuesday, I think it's really beneficial to have like a specific goal or thing that you're raising money for, mm -hmm. like not just maybe like an overall vision or mission. Yep. So if it's like, you know, like I believe mm -hmm. that we need more churches and better churches. So whether it's raising money to revitalize a church or whether it's raising money for a teen center, I think that like having that specific goal yeah. is really important. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it for us is just really trying to develop the vision for like what yeah. it should be. Yeah. Like, and especially early on, like it's really like, what's the story we're trying to tell? Who will that benefit? Like, mm -hmm. who are the partners? Who are the people in that community that really care about that? Yeah. Like, how can we get those people involved? How can we hear about like, you know, that in their own words? Like, mm -hmm. how can we hear from them about like why this would be beneficial or, yeah. or you know, what we should be doing? Um, so I think a lot of it initially is like a lot of vision. Like what, what exactly should this campaign look like? Yeah, it seems like it seems like every year we're trying to craft a story. So whatever we've been told, this is what we're going to get after. We're trying to, we always, I think, internally call it the pitch. Mm -hmm. What's the pitch? Like how do I pitch this to someone? Yeah. So we're trying to figure out, we know what we're raising money for. How do I bring someone into this? How do I communicate its value? How do I communicate the need? Yep. Um, so those are often our earliest conversations. Those are, those are tough, man. Cause sometimes yeah. they don't go anywhere. It's so, and nebulous, so yeah. yeah, you're like, I don't know, like we're not getting anywhere. It takes, I think maybe this campaign uniquely, it takes a lot of endurance cause it's, we, I think we've learned a fourth time that you just got to keep showing up to those meetings and eventually we've chipped away at like, yeah. Oh, that, that's the story we want to tell. Yeah. Um, I think part of that too is just working with individuals to really like, mm -hmm. Have, start to nail down the details. Yeah. Just, just because you say teen center, like that could mean a lot of things to a lot yeah. of different people. Like, oh, what yeah. does that mean? Like, what are we going to be offering? Mm -hmm. When is that going to be? Like, what are we doing? And yeah. so a lot of that is really just kind of working with and, and um, trying to develop some of the details mm -hmm. of, about, you know, what, what is this going to be? Yeah. 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 So you, you settle on what you think the pitch is. You, you know, you've yes. chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. Yeah. You think you've got this thing here. What does it look like to go to the key stakeholders mm -hmm. and pitch the pitch? Yeah, man, I think what we start, once we got the story, <clears throat> I think the way we think about it is like, what do we need to make so mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. people can get the story? Yeah. So, um, and then the unique thing about this year was what do we need to make? And then how do we actually connect with, San Bernardino. Yeah. So that, I think that's one of the other things is like the last few years we had a goal, we had an initiative, but we had the church. So it was more just like telling our network of like, we want to revitalize this church. So we want to turn this thing around and start a whole new ministry uh, and local church, you know, presence here. So with this, 
project, however, it was so important that the community, like that we knew the community and that we were showing up um, for the community and, and we had, it was organic because I think that was the difference was like, in a very real way, uh, San Bernardino's got just some incredible community leaders. Mm-hmm. And it's a city where like people are, are um, you know, they're dedicated to it. Like they're, they're dedicated to it through the bad times and the good times. And so like, yeah. we were also conscious of like, okay, we need to make things to tell people about it, but we need to be there. So that was the two mm-hmm. pieces. So like our, uh, you know, our content lead, McKay Vandenberg, one morning, me and him just go to a chamber of commerce meeting yeah. in San Bernardino because we're just like, we need to meet people and tell them we yeah. can't just make a PSA and yeah. send it out. We need to be here. Sure. Like people need to know. So we began to meet people and um, even uh, filming um, for our vision video and hero video, we would find ourselves out at local food spots and people would ask what we were filming about and we would tell them about the teen center yeah. and um, they got, everyone was getting excited and they would ask questions. So it was things like that. So that, that's really the next step uh, I think is always, how do, what do we need to make, whether that's graphics or videos or podcasts or media, or maybe it's um, presentations at a local level, whatever that looks like. But the other element this year, which Zach was always focused on too, was like, who do we connect with here? Where's the, like, where, if it's an influencer, like, I, we didn't land on really too many influencers. We landed with community leaders yeah. who bought oh, in. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But now first we were looking at, I think, hip hop artists, uh, <laughs> yeah. people who had big Facebook pages yeah. in the yeah. city, anything we could do just to right. be like, hey, we have this idea. We just want to connect. idea of chipping away at all. Yeah. That so that was the, that was a unique experience this year. There's something that I, I don't want to skip past. You know, you, you work in this little bubble, you ideate in this little bubble. It's mm-hmm. all these people who are really close to the project. You're all working blood, sweat, tears arguments, throwing things, whatever it is to get to the pitch, the thing, you think this is great. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, Mm -hmm. but you guys went out into the community Mm -hmm. and people started asking questions. And, you know, on my end, I I don't do what you guys do. I have a part to play. And on my Mm -hmm. end, I'm connecting with people who have interest in capacity. Uh, I believe that they do. So I approach them or I already know that they do. I want to see if they actually have interest in this thing. And I'm talking to them and I I see, do do they actually have interest and they Mm -hmm. have capacity? you guys went out in a very similar way to do work in the community and very quickly you were able to understand if people had interests mm-hmm. was this thing that you think is a great idea is it really a great idea this thing yeah. That, yeah. that i think will move people will it actually cause them to stop and want to talk to us about what we're doing and yeah. learn more yeah. yeah and what you found out was this idea yeah. of the teen center across the, the board yeah 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 i think yeah. too like we benefited from so much work from that had already been done like Pastor Chris at yeah. San Jose San Bernardino, mm-hmm. like yep. this was really like the teen center was birthed out of a need in yeah. that area. Yeah. And they had already done so much of like the legwork, yeah. you know, like kind of figuring that idea out, like what, what kind of could this be like talking with some of the community leaders. And, mm-hmm. um, so like, it was very interesting, I think to hear from them, like, yeah. because we, we don't, I don't, I have no desire to like make something that people don't want, or that's not yeah. going to be helpful. Yeah, like right. that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really great to hear from him. It's like, yeah, like this is what the community needs. Yeah. And, you know, hearing from the local and community leaders, like people from the school board or um, city council, like this is what the city yeah. needs. Yeah. Um, and that that's something that we can take and run with. Totally. And like you think about it for the Rogo Foundation specifically when it comes to church revitalization. So this project is like what happens when the local church 
is filled with people and they are living on the mission God's given yeah, them, right? Yeah, so this yeah. is like, because uh, San Bernardino was a revitalization project. Yeah, it was it a was. church that was about to close and Rogo Foundation, Sandals Church come together yeah. and say, hey, let's do something together. Let's chart a new future. And then years down the road, yeah. th- this is an expression of the church of like, of yeah. loving the community of being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yes. Like that's what's super exciting about yeah. the ministry is seeing like, oh, that's what the church is capable of. Yeah. It's yeah. doing something like this where we're a part of the community. We see the need and then we go, okay, let's create and meet that need. So that's the other exciting element. Like I, that, that was saying. one of the things that was particularly exciting for me because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of grew up in the area. My mom teaches in San Bernardino. And mm-hmm. so when we first worked on that campus, I, you know, was on the ground, did a lot of the infrastructure, like, and it was neat. It's always neat to see like some of the before and after, like sure. this is kind of what this church looks like. And here's kind of what it looks like once it's been mm-hmm. revitalized. But in the case of San Bernardino, I mean, there was a lot of space that were like, yeah, like we just don't have the money to really touch. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, I think there's like seven buildings and it's almost yeah, nine acres. It's huge. Yeah. 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 Um, and so as exciting as that is, it's like, you're also kind of like a little bit sad. You're like, man, there's so much opportunity yeah. here. Yeah. But then to come back several years later and be like, you know what, like yeah, it's now sick. it's time to really use this space for mm-hmm. the community. That, I don't know. That was something for me that was really exciting. Yeah. So tell me, you, you've got the you've got the story, you've got the pitch, mm-hmm. you, you know it lands with the community, um, you've got buy-in from all the stakeholders, you're ready to go, you're building the pieces. What does it look like? How do you develop the strategy? That's how I want to ask it. How do you develop the strategy to begin to roll this out to the public, and and generate, and then grow momentum to Giving Tuesday? What does it look like to have that conversation develop and then execute that? Yeah, um, I think what we I think timeline is a big part of it uniquely yeah. with this project. Um, we dial, dialed that in, but we kind of look at um, how much time do we need to communicate this and introduce this. So strategy really starts. I think we look at our timeline. Um, we break down our audiences. So, um, you know, for this campaign, we're thinking about San Bernardino and we really had two um two audience groups it was sandals church and rogo foundation um and then it was uh just partners in the community because there was a unique tie there um and especially too because we knew that this was going to be impacting real people in the neighborhoods plus we would need to at some point interact with city council and with the leadership there so we we look at timeline we look at audiences of like who are these people? How are we going to talk to them? And what that really means is how are we going to invite them in to be part of this? And right. that changes your language a little bit. Yeah. That changes your content a little bit because aud- different audiences need different things. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, timeline, audiences. Um, and then I think we get to um, the fun part, which is uh, the media. I think that's what that's what I get excited about. Yeah. I think you get excited about it too. Zach, he's got the like the web uh conversion like process that he'll probably talk about but i get excited about making the the videos uh getting the photos creating the graphics and um what we did this year was we just had some some really cool collaborations so um you know we went to our graphic designers and um we just spent extra time of like hey what what would really move the needle like what could we make that would really like get people to react that would tell the story 
um, we spent more time on that stuff. We were more thoughtful with um, the design. Like if you look at our Giving Tuesday artwork, we actually switched the color palette this year. That was unique. We were trying to catch people's attention. We were thinking about how to get them excited yeah. about a project like this. So we just did, we spent time where I, where I would bring the, hey, here's our story, here's our pitch, here's our audiences. And I, I think this was the cool part is I would go um, with our team, we would go to the different stakeholders, people with different talents, and we would give them what we're trying to do. So we're like, here's the story, here's what we're trying to do. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah. And I think that was a cool part this year of like, um, I don't need to be in control of the graphic design elements, right. but I need to activate our designers who are gifted and talented. Yeah. So how do I activate them to make the best stuff possible? Sure. So sure. my job as the marketing guys, I paint the picture of who they're talking to. Right. I paint the picture of where is this going and I tell them about the story, right? Yep. Then um, we have some incredible videography work this year. Um, and that was a team of people that would just like, we'd get together and we'd chase down interviews. So again, it was like, I think my role was like zoomed out. Um, and I, I think it was a good lesson in collaboration because there's people on our team. We worked with an amazing contractor this year, but there's people on our team where it's like, they're excellent at uh, filming and audio and like visuals. Um, and so what I did, and I think Zach did too, is like we zoomed out and we, we were like, how do we activate our team yeah. to make the best stuff? So that was like, hey, I'll get the interview locked in with um i think about like scott wyatt we would yeah. go to community partners scott wyatt who's um, incredible um and school board president yeah hey can i you know i got on the phone with him can i get some time with you can i get an interview with you he told me about sam Bernardino, that he was all in on the project yeah. i'll schedule this interview and then i get two of our videographers who are excellent and we wake up early on a sunday and we go film him like so i think that's really what what we did was we zoom out we look at how much time we got we figure out who we're talking to mm -hmm. and then we go collaborate and we find the people who can make the visuals, who can like craft the copy, yep. uh, who are strategic with um, digital communication or just networking. That includes you and Ron. Right. And yeah. we just go, hey, here's what we got to do. Let's tap into your expertise. So yeah. collaboration is like key on, on this type of project. Yeah. So I think we did a couple of things. I'm be a little bit different this year, too. I felt like we really focused on quality mm -hmm. like in the past maybe we focused a little bit more on quantity. And so this year yeah. I think we were like, hey, like, especially with where messaging and social media is at, like quality yeah. makes a big difference. That's really something we need to nail this year. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we really thought about like, who are the audiences that we're trying to connect with? Like we spent a lot of time yeah. developing the audiences, like who, yeah. what do they need? Like what are the platforms that they use? Who should be messaging to them? Mm -hmm. um, because we, I mean, coming off the last few years, we did have like some goals when I mean, we wanted more givers we wanted yeah. we were trying to raise more money yeah. but really there was a couple of specific things we were trying to do too we wanted more larger gifts mm -hmm. and we wanted more smaller gifts like we yeah. wanted to be able yeah. to activate people who were able to donate smaller gifts mm -hmm. and activate people who were able to donate larger gifts yeah. and we we're able to do both of those yeah. which is pretty exciting yeah i think a lot of that was kind of birthed out of us spending a lot of time talking about the audiences. Yep. Like, what do those people need? How yep. do we connect with them? And that's everything from making sure that Scott has everything he mm -hmm. needs to making sure that the people who help with our youth and young adult programs yep. have everything that they need. Totally. I mean, you talked about more money and more givers. I think it's worthwhile pointing out that, you know, as of today, you know, people still are, are giving to it. Here we are, you know, a Sheesh, week after. Gosh. But uh, we're at 796,000 and change in. So yeah, it jumped up a little bit. And 834 wow. plus unique 
donors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if I remember right, at the end of last year, we landed at about 660 yep. unique donors. Mm -hmm. So we've seen a significant increase mm -hmm. in the amount, uh, the number of people choosing to give to support. And so I think that's a, a, a definite, um, you can connect that to the, the strategy that yeah. was developed and executed mm -hmm. on. Um, high points, what was your favorite part of oh, this man. campaign? Gosh. Favorite moment? Um, that's really hard. I, th I think, um, yeah, I'll give you a specific story. I was tapped out. I, I was tapped out like creatively um, at a certain point because we just were managing so much yeah. uh, media and Zach was, had a great idea. Um, all I had was uh, scheduled time to go film ads. I didn't even know what they were going to be, but I was yeah. like, we need some ads, like paid ads for day of. Yeah. So I had scheduled time with our um, video contractor and our team, but I was like, man, I don't know what we're, what are we even going to film, yeah. man? Like we're just, we're so spent because it's high, high. I mean, the email inboxes are absurd during crunch time for Giving Tuesday because yeah. we just can't get to stuff. But Zach uh, said, hey, what if you just go and um, ask people, you can ask parents, you can ask community leaders, or you can ask teenagers, just ask them in San Bernardino, hey, what would you think about a teen center? Um, so ask uh, young adults, hey, if, if you had a teen center, mm -hmm. right. when you were here, what, what do you think would have you know, changed? How would yeah. that have impacted you? Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, ask parents, like, what do they think it'll do for them? Um, and I, I was like, that's a great idea, let's go. Like, I just, so we went, uh, we got, um, a bunch of people lined up for interviews and um that was my favorite moment because uh we were just working with like this amazing church community where people are so bought in to being the church yep. in san bernardino yep. and being the church is not just we show up and listen to a sermon and sing like you go to san bernardino and we give out groceries at the end of services because we care about the families coming through right. like we're taking care of our families we're sending them into the week yep. with resource um you know, people, uh, huge community leaders, people who are key stakeholders in the city, yeah. like yeah. they come to San Jose, San Marino. So it's yeah. an incredible experience. But my favorite part was we're having these great interviews. Um, you know, we had a great interview with Gwen Rogers, who is on the mm. school board. She's well known in the state of California. Yep. You know, we had interviews with parents that were really moving, uh, who just had a lot of hope for like, man, my kid could be in a better routine yeah. and rhythm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we had uh, other leaders, but my favorite was um, we had, we were trying to get uh, some younger folks like mm -hmm. filmed. And um, I think his name's Rashad. And, and uh, we connected with Rashad and we're like, what do you think, man? Like we, we went to the campus. And so we would be set up outside to film in between services or, or whatever. And uh, we're like, hey, can we get an interview with you? And he's kind of like, ah, oh, we'll see, man, we'll see. And he went and like <laughs> hung out with his friends. I think he's like 17 or something. And, um, then at the end of the day, I think it was like our last interview, uh, he walked into where we were filming. And I think one of us asked, like, we just said, like, what's up to him? And then he was like, yeah, my mom says I have to do this ad. And so, like, he <laughs> came in and he gave us a great ad. But it was funny because uh, just he wasn't mad about it either. It's just you think of all the things like a mom would tell her son to do at church. And yeah. what she told him was you need to go with those guys and go film an advertisement for them for this teen center. And that was my favorite part. <laughs> So I, I love that highlight. I love being with the people, man. I yeah. thought, um, you know, and especially coming off coming off of a pandemic and in a time where we just like had so um, restrained, I guess, interaction, yeah. healthy interaction with people. This was cool because it just like 
uh, it was like an embodied campaign. We're not just going to sit behind computers and yeah. send stuff out. Like the stuff we made, the things we put out there uh, was from the community. It was from yeah. real people. So yeah, yeah it, it changed me and it, it also really blessed me for sure. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Me. I mean, it's always fun. Uh, most Giving Tuesdays, I would imagine it's fun, you know, especially when you've met the phase one goal mm -hmm. and you're, you know, maybe you're heading home that night or something and, you know, you're feeling pretty good about maybe where things have landed. Um, I think, though, that maybe some other high points. I mean, Mike, Mike mentioned one where we were really trying to figure out some media mm -hmm. pieces. Um, I maybe go back to we had a, a community night at the campus. Oh, yeah. And that's not something that our team would traditionally be super involved yep. with, but we had like most of our team come to that. And right. the real point of that night was not to bring a whole bunch of Sandals Church people to that campus. It was right. to bring the community to yep. that campus and yep. hear about what, what we were trying to do. And I think that for me was just really exciting. Like, again, yeah, not something yeah. we would normally be super involved with. And I think we always wrestle with like, how many in-person events should we do sure. versus uh, other, how many videos should we make? Mm -hmm. Like, well, what's the combination of things? And um, but it was just neat to hear some of the community leaders that, that you know, they asked to speak as part of that, yeah. including Pastor Matt, like, and just talk about the impact that something like this could have sure. in the community. Yeah. Um, and certainly we were there to, to film and to capture what was happening, but it was neat to see uh, we had like renders up on the walls of all the spaces and like what they could look like someday yeah. um, if we were to raise money for the teen center. And so that experience for me was just really cool. I was able yeah. to kind of put some more tangible um, you know, thoughts and feelings to, to kind yeah. of what we were doing. Yeah. So night of, yeah, you've done all this work. You've built out your timelines. Uh -huh. You have everything scheduled. You've been dripping it out. Yeah. And if memory serves me right, I think we started off the day we had about, I think just over $70,000 mm -hmm. that had come in just through the kind of the lead in promotion mm -hmm. and you know, 12.01 a.m. on Tuesday kicks off. Oh, yeah. And, and you're at it. Yeah. Doing all the things. Yeah. Just share a little bit about what does that day look like for you? Mm hmm Specific to the strategy being rolled out. You know, what, what did that day? You're, here yeah. you're having to balance the, the excitement and maybe even some concern at times. Yeah. But you still have a job to do. Yeah. So what does that day look like for you? Yeah. Uh, in, in giving, in times past, very chaotic and um, high energy all day yeah. and that that's a lesson in um how you know how our platforms our digital platforms our communica communication platforms change sure um, that's a lesson in that because there was a time where uh, we were able to be on our platforms and just send messaging out all day like mm -hmm. you know um yeah, constant tons and tons of content uh, and it and it worked yep and um things have shifted uh, just with, you know, platform algorithms and how content is served up to audiences. And sure. so we had to pivot that. Um, and so this Giving Tuesday was um, was awesome. It was more um, an anticipation, like an excitement feeling because we had, we were so strategic with timing of rolling out content. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We looked at two weeks. We had like a two-week window. Started earlier this yep. time, yeah. We, we did a two-week. Um, there were some things that happened beforehand. Yeah. They were a little bit spread out, like the community vision night. We yeah. had some initial branding for the teen center. So we had like let our audiences and done some networking, yeah. like let them know, hey, this is a project we're doing. 
But then we were like, hey, our core audience is Sandals Church and our Rogo Foundation partners. Um, two weeks, we think, is optimal. We even did things where, like, uh, you know, for our Sandals Church audience, the most um, effective day for us and time for us to communicate anything is Sunday. Because yeah. that's, like, <laughs> yeah. so it's funny, like, because people are on social media all the time. And, like, uh, I think a lot of churches sometimes, like, we forget, like, hold on man like you work here you but so you get stuck in like what you think oh, yeah. works and is yeah. cool the normal person who is your who is the church sunday man like yeah, that's when that's they're the really tuned in so yeah, yeah. the two sundays leading up to giving tuesday were like big moments we had media uh we had key art the first uh the first week which yeah. was like giving tuesday 2022 it was like us announcing it then the Sunday right before Giving Tuesday, we released our um, hero video, yep. which was phenomenal. It's like, I think it's the best one we've done, but it's really our vision video of here's what we're doing. It had the renders, it had some great, um, you know, pitches from Pastor Matt and uh, our San Marino campus yeah. leader. It was just a great video, even some of the students there. Yes. So um, we, and then the week of Thanksgiving too, was just little pieces of content going out, very timely. We knew what we wanted them to do, videos, graphics. And so it was awesome, man. Like we dialed that in so much that on Giving Tuesday, we had a schedule mm -hmm. and it was just press and release. Yeah. And yeah. then sometimes something fun, like you connected with me for some stories of yep. some supporters. Yep. So I just queued that up. And so, yeah. man, we were, we were managing communication. We were watching the World Cup game. <laughs> like we had a great time as a yeah. team. It yeah. was this big campaign. We had the ticker on the wall of like how much had come in. So it was actually a great experience on yeah. Tuesday with our team. We would play like the Rocky theme song loud and obnoxiously in the office, interrupting your calls, I'm sure, <laughs> when we hit a no goal. Comment. No comment. So yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome, man. It was a it was a testament of just excitement of like we really thought through. We didn't just I'll, I'll say this, with a campaign like Giving Tuesday, uh, it's competitive and uh, it's like high stakes. Yeah. So there's the impulse to just um, try to be as loud as possible and and just be frantic, I sure, guess, try sure. and be busy. Sure. Uh, and what we did this year was we stopped and we said, w like, there was that impulse of like, is this really gonna work? But the, yeah. the gamble we played was like, what if we slowed things down and we didn't focus on just being as loud as possible because we're antsy and we just said, let's think about what will really move people yeah. and let's just put our money on that. Yeah. Uh, and we had like a graph to give you a closing example. We had a graphic that I think got shared close to a thousand times. So it's like a thousand network jumps. Yeah. Uh, it was a carousel of like stats of, you know, where's San Bernardino at? What's the need? Yeah. Um, and then it ended with like some renders. It was a great graphic design product from our team. Yeah. Um, and just that alone, man, like yeah. that's a thousand networks. Huge that Huge. is jumping yeah. and showing people our story, yeah. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So yeah. it was awesome, man. It was, it was a great day as a team. We were excited and like, you know, what are we gonna hit? This is gonna be cool. So yeah, yeah it was cool. What did day have looked like for you? Yeah, I mean, I, in years past, we've done really big events yeah. on Giving Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and this year we didn't, we decided not to do one. We weren't quite sure that that was a needle mover for us. And yep. um, that seemed like it was the right, right decision. Cause you know, normally when, scrambling to make sure yeah. that you know everything's in place we're getting live streaming up and running yeah. or, or whatever event sure. that we're doing and um and so you know i think that initially it was kind of like oh do we do we really need that yeah Sh should we have it i'm not yeah. i'm not sure yeah but i think towards the end it it made a lot of sense um around our strategy and and, and how and where we were trying to connect with people um and so i think that 
you know, a lot of that day for me is just really coming in, encouraging our team, making sure that they have everything they need, making yeah. sure yeah. that any issues or problems that arise, that we handle those quickly, mm -hmm. that folks like Scott, you know, have everything that, that he yep. needs. Um, yep. Everything's working, you know, donations are coming through. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you always get like that kind of little bit of a pucker moment, you know, you, you know, you have like the morning where things start off and maybe you've got a couple hundred grand in there or maybe close to lunchtime and you're yeah. kind of looking over at Scott, like, Scott, like, <laughs> when's the big money coming in? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but I, I think one of the things that was really exciting was just you could see the kind of pace of the number of donations yeah. mm -hmm. coming in. I think it was really exciting because it seemed like we were really going to surpass prior years yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, unique donors. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of my kind of role that day is really just supporting the team, yeah. making sure yeah. that everything's in place. And You touch on something yeah. that I think is, is worth bringing up. You know, we, we did not set – if somebody goes to rogofoundation.com slash teen center right now, they'll see that the goal is $1.32 million. Mm. That's for the first – three phases of yep. the teen center three. that was the that is the larger goal to raise those dollars so that we can get the doors open and really provide a great suite of services to the teens in need in that community that we have the opportunity to bless and to serve um, but we didn't start out on giving tuesday promoting a 1.32 million dollar goal yeah um, Based on previous experience, um, I think some prayer, a lot of conversations, mm -hmm. we opted to break this into a phased approach. So as people began to learn about the Giving Tuesday effort and the opportunity that was there, mm -hmm. the goal that we were showing was for phase one. So it was just a $500,000 goal. Yeah. And as we saw the pace of the donations, the dollars coming in, uh, and where we're at with how much time is left in the day. Yeah. Uh, there was a decision, if I remember right, I think it was around 4 p.m. Yeah, it was like late afternoon. Yep, yeah. I, I think we opted to, to open up phase two, which was 320K. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that bumps us to an $820,000 goal. So we moved the, we moved the sticks you know, during the day, yeah. but, but I think that was timed well, and we ha still had content that was coming yeah. that could help to grow the momentum mm -hmm. and carry it through the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I know a number of us were still up doing certain things up until midnight, mm -hmm. you know, making sure that everything was, was going mm -hmm. uh, according to plan. With you guys, what stands out to me this year, I would say more than ever, is uh, measured and methodical. You guys seemed, um, on this side of it looking back, immensely intentional with everything that was done. I, I wouldn't say at, at any point that I would look back and, and say that you guys appeared to be winging it or just kind of willy-nilly with what you're doing. You guys had decided what you were going to do, and you stuck to it all the way through. I mean, you and I even had a couple conversations where I'm like, hey, help me understand this. <laughs> yeah. And you would explain it, hey, this is why. And you're like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I trust you. Yeah. This is your lane. Yeah. But you guys had put a lot of thought into yeah. what you didn't just make some decisions and run with it. You put a lot of time in researching. Mm -hmm. you, you came together. You made the decisions. You pulled the trigger on it. Mm -hmm. And I think that is one of many things that um, the Lord saw his kids working well together. <laughs> I think that you guys rightly stewarded the, the, the challenging season. And God showed up in a massive way and brought yeah. a, a huge increase this year. Yeah. Yeah, no it's doubt. amazing to see what God can do um, mm -hmm. to reach people, to meet the needs of people, like amazing. Um, I think that really like, I think it was last year, 
2021, where mm -hmm. I think we really learned some good lessons about collaboration that we yeah, tried to carry into totally this good. year. That's like, good. it's just so important. Like yeah. our team can't do it all yeah. ourselves. Um, that yeah. collaboration is so important. And so, you know, every decision that gets made, a lot of times that's through a lot of conversation. Like, mm -hmm. What do you think? What do you think? Sure. What should we do? Totally. Like, let's talk to these folks. And, yeah. Um, so I think that that's something we've really learned that, man, collaboration is what really makes makes or breaks it yeah that's true i i would second that because i think of uh if you look at some of the key just on video but if you look at some of the key video pieces this year that were like foundational there's three total uh three different videography leads that manage mm -hmm. those pieces okay so that's different styles that's different approaches yeah. to filming and and post um but all three I think like there was just, they honored each other. Yeah. We did too. Like I remember uh, Jacob Armstrong, who's on our uh, creative team uh, and does a lot, a lot more of like the, the big moment things at Sandals Church. So I always yep. say he's more cinematic when he films versus our team, which is much more like uh, run and gun, more journalism. Um, him just like giving praise and giving flowers to our, our um, video lead, Alex Garcia, uh, for an interview he captured um, with Scott Wyatt. Yeah. different style yes but i think like what's what zach is saying is true and i think we're only unpacking that now of like yeah collaboration was was key this year yeah. and there was that mutual honor and respect and support yep um and cheering on too like yeah. when we completed stuff it was like we would co-sign it and be like this is phenomenal yeah, let's great. let's go so yeah. it, it was cool and I, I do think god blesses that that yeah. type of work and honor to each other so yeah. yeah the other part that stands out to me too is to not miss you know, that the 830 some odd people yeah. who, who chose to mm -hmm. be exposed to this content, but they acted on it. Yeah. And, you know, God moved, you know, he, he blessed the efforts of the team uh, and he moved through his people. You know, yeah, his yeah, people yeah. chose to to pray, his people chose to make connections for us, his people chose to give in support of where they saw him moving. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when all of that happens, you have crazy things like 800 and some odd, well, some, pardon me, 796,000 to be exact, um, <laughs> raised, you know, to, to build a teen center for, yeah, for youth yeah. in San Bernardino. Yeah. So, man, thank you guys for the hard work um, and the effort that you guys put in and the strategy that you built. Um, looking forward to next year. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> to end the video like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. yeah. Start talking. <laughs> All right. After this. Yeah.